you know, whatever those things are in the clutter, getting really clear on why am I holding on to it? What is behind that? And then is that something I want to keep? I want to clear or get rid of? Or is it something I need to revise so that I can make this item an active item in my life in present time? Hi, welcome to season five of Clarity Cafe, our safe space to take a little break from life and get some clarity and perspective. I'm Callie and I'm here with my Clarity sister, Barb. We are so grateful for all of you on this ride with us. Season five, Barb. Did you think we'd make it to season five so quickly? <laughs> it's such a blessing and so amazing and so much fun. And it's been just a great experience. I have infinite gratitude for for you, Callie, and for us taking the time to do this. And the sharing that we've had with the community in this exploration and this conversation has been so much fun. I'm looking forward to season five, too. There's a Five is a great number, right? There's five elements. There's the five major colors. There's just, it really feels like a, we've come to a, a circle and all of these kind of things are coming together and being able to have these conversations has so been so rewarding. So thank you for that. Absolutely. In this season, the majority of our podcasts are going to be from listeners that have given requests on different topics. So really excited to now we're really getting a speaking of circle, that full like cycle of conversation with our community and back. And in our last season, our final episode, we really talked about vulnerability and how it makes us strong as opposed to weak. So if you haven't checked out that episode, definitely do it. Also new in season five is we have a sponsor and we are so excited to share BioReset Medical is a sponsor for us. And what that means is they're supporting our podcast. Yes, all of you who've <laughs> liked and shared our <laughs> podcast, we really appreciate it. And it's been really helpful to get us to grow. And now that we have a sponsor, it also helps us to continue to cover those podcasting costs and all those artwork pieces that we're making. So if you have any health issues, uh, chronic illness, fatigue, pain, regenerative medicine coming from BioReset Medical is unparalleled on this planet. So definitely Google them, check them out. And if you've got questions, DM us. We're happy to share our experiences and talk a little bit more about BioReset and all the great things. And as the season goes on, we'll share a little more about BioReset and how they're at the forefront of regenerative medicine, healing chronic Lyme and mold and illness, doing amazing things with pain like peripheral neuropathy, back pain and knee pain, and really working on that whole being through nutrition and functional medicine. And then how Clarity Cafe and our sister podcast, A Little Bit of Chill and Limitless Healing, we're all working together to handle that mental health and uplift aspect of the whole being well thing. So more about that later. Let's dive into our podcast topic today. So our topic today is one that's near and dear to my heart, <clears throat> decluttering. So we think about decluttering as like, oh, the I've got some stuff I need to clean out of the trunk of my car, or I should clean out my garage. And those are great exercises. And then there's decluttering mentally and emotionally and bringing things into present time. And we talk a lot about awareness of, you know, where those voices are coming from and where those conversations that we're having and triggers are coming from. 
And one of the keys to that is really bringing those things that are hanging around from the past into present time so that we have that clear space from which to create the next moment of our life. I love the idea that we see all of these like decluttering shows and we all have these attachments to things, don't we? Like <laughs> there's a memory or an item from a previous part in our lives and we're just so super attached to this thing. And then, but we want to create something new. And in these shows, there's always this conversation of like, well, yes, I want a newly designed living room. <laughs> it's like, but I can't let go of any of the things that are currently in there. <laughs> <laughs> I love those throw pillows from 1999. <laughs> and it's just so we can giggle at it, but I've got things in my house that I've got a attachment to that anybody who came walking along would take a look at it and be like, but why though? <laughs> so I understand. I speak both from someone who has attachments and someone who I have a confession to make to all of you. I absolutely love decluttering. And my friends know that I will come and declutter like a closet or bookshelves in a hot minute. I love to do it because it's so healing. And it's that important part of like pruning the things that aren't working for us anymore so that we can make space for new growth. So I love to prune plants too. So see, it's there's a consistent piece there, Barb. Yes. Pruning plants, getting rid of the old papers or books or old throw pillows that are cluttering up our psyches as well. And I I love that as well. It's there's such a nice, clean feeling of that, uh, being able to have that moment of being present. And I think a lot of the work that we do in talking about, you know, some of the other tools that we have in, in a little bit of chill and limitless healing and even in bio reset are all about bringing this stuff into present time, not dragging our baggage with us and being able to have create from that space. And I also really love to declutter. But what I found is it's always easier to deal with someone else's stuff. Have you noticed that? It's really easy to declutter when it's not your stuff because you have less attachment to it. Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So let's talk about attachment because I think when we think about decluttering, there are many people out there from the minimalist movement to seeking joy. Marie Kondo's got a whole body of work of, you know, holding on to a thing and say, does this bring me joy? She's done some beautiful work there to Niecy Nash has done Clean House back in the day and she was like brought comedy <laughs> and was just phenomenal. It was like one of my favorite shows back then was, you know, who wants a clean house? It was fantastic. So <laughs> see, I even remember the jingle. Shout out to Nisi. Um, so we can bring what we bring to the table when we're looking at decluttering or getting some empowerment with decluttering is two things. One is our mindset and two is to recognize what we're bringing to the table through our attachments. So if we think about something like, why am I attached to it? So, Barb, what would be an example of something in your life where you found yourself kind of having to look at, wow, I really have an attachment to this and why do we have this attachment? And then maybe can you talk about an example of where you had to look at why you were holding on to it and then your bigger why that helped you let go of it? Yeah, that's a great um conversation to have is to look at what the the first level of <clears throat> why is this thing here and then really am I ready to let go of this or not and and what does that mean 
So I can think of a very tangible thing about that. And in the ever-changing pursuit of, of your closet, right? Because your closet is this place where you stash stuff, right? So because there's, you know, you can close the door to it. There's drawers, there's hangers, there's all kinds of things you can push to the back of your closet and not see. We do that mentally as well. But if we think about your closet, I know when I, you know, in my corporate career, uh, many phases of my corporate career, there were different kinds of dress codes, uh, for a lack of a better word. They weren't written down, but, you know, you knew to dress a certain way in order to be successful. Even there's a whole like dress for success kind of uh, movement back in the 70s and 80s about that. And so I know when I Actually, when I moved to California, I had all these uh, from Chicago where the weather's quite different. And I was in a much more corporate kind of sales marketing role there. I looked at all these suits and I thought, I felt so great when I made that presentation in that navy blue tailored wool suit. And I carried it around for a couple of apartments in California until I realized I am never going to wear that suit again. (laughs) And that suit symbolizes something to me that is totally not what I'm doing right now. Why am I holding on to that? And I think part of that was like, well, I've, I felt good about what was going on in my life then. I was in a period of growth and learning, and I was getting good recognition for that. And am I willing to feel comfortable in my life now that I actually have that same process or an even better process? And just figuring out that it was okay to get rid of those clothes was really liberating for me. And then I found a really cool thing to do with them. I found an organization that helped repurpose professional clothes for women who were going through transitions into, you know, potentially new careers for their lives. So they might need a suit to do a job interview in, for instance. So for me, there was a couple of points there. One is I'm ready to let go of this and be in the present moment of what I'm doing career-wise. I made a big switch from being in a corporate job to teaching yoga and Qigong for a while, that was a big different wardrobe change. And what was I going to do with those other clothes? They were wonderful and they had a use for me, but they kept being in the back of the closet because they represented this part of my life that was no longer relevant. And getting rid of them and then repurposing them felt like a wonderful completion of that phase and moving on to the next phase and also recognizing if I ever need this type of clothing again in a different position or a different situation in my life, I can go find it somewhere else and it'll be in present time and not dragging with me from five or 10 years ago. So there's a whole set of conversations that had to happen about coming into present time and clothes are a great example of that, right? Yeah, we all have those clothes that we wear the same clothes kind of every week. And then there's all the other ones that we're not really using. And how cool to lighten our load, because that's one of the things decluttering does, right? We lighten our load of what's in our closet. We lighten our load of the thoughts that might be hanging back there that we're unaware of. We start to, to pull those cobwebs out from the corners of the closet mentally and emotionally. And it brings that kind of peace and uh, I'm happy that they're no longer part of my life. Oh, that's a great story. Thank you for sharing that. And I'm sure it's a lot of people listening can relate to that outfit or that thing that we hold on to. And, you know, it's not the clothing necessarily. It's like what it represents. So for some of us, we might have clothes for when we put on a little weight 
clothes for when we lose a little weight. And we, so we ended up having like two or three sizes of clothes because, um, you know, weight fluctuates, for example. And so we might have an attachment that goes beyond just that item often is the case. And it's in the tool of recognizing your why, why am I holding on to this? It's important to just kind of get clear on, oh, I hold on to this because I have this pair of skinny jeans, if you will, that I want to be able to wear when I'm skinny or when I get to my goal weight or I whatever that is. Um, for some of us, it's dialing weight up and some of us, it's dialing weight down, you know. But that emotion behind it is the why I've held on to it. And then like, what do I get if I let this go? So, and I love this piece. So let's just say there is like a, say, you know, we're struggling with weight and we want to lose weight and we've got this smaller size of clothing. Now let's be realistic you know, what that, you know, if it's really, really tiny or you're looking at like your high school stuff, you might want to let that go because bodies change and grow and whatnot. But, and styles change, by the way, to Barb's point. But if we have something, present time might not be getting rid of the thing, but it might be committing to taking care of oneself and to, to reach that goal. So it's bringing the goal into present time and then putting a time limit on, okay, look, Here's a reasonable amount of time for me to lose this weight. If by this date I don't lose this weight or use this item, I'm going to put a little sticky note on it and then I can get rid of it then and then I can fully let it go as opposed to continuing to have that item be something that every time we see it, it kind of punishes us or makes us feel bad. We want to not surround us stuff with stuff that makes us feel like we're not meeting our goals. So understanding that there may be, you know, books that we haven't read that we intend to read, but honestly, it's been decades and we haven't, or that stack of magazines that we really want to get to and we think we should, but we just don't have the interest anymore because we're not consuming media through magazines or, you know, whatever those things are in the clutter, getting really clear on why am I holding on to it? What is behind that? And then is that something I want to keep? I want to clear or get rid of? Or is it something I need to revise so that I can make this item an active item in my life in present time? And so that would be the first step in kind of addressing decluttering. And then I think we could talk a little bit about the types of clutter, right? So environmental clutter and mental clutter. Barb, you want to talk a little bit about environmental clutter? Yeah, I love the fact that you gave the third option there, which I think is so useful. We have this digital way of looking at things. I'm either going to keep this thing or I'm going to throw it away and I'm never going to have it in my life again. And so we get a little paralyzed with making the decision. So then we start, you know, well, we'll just put that over there in the list of books that I really am pretty sure I'm going to read it, even though I haven't picked it up for three years. That little pile over there starts to get bigger and bigger. And when we are able to actually take that piece and say, okay, I'm going to make a decision here. I don't, I'm not making a decision to get rid of it or to give it away right now, but I'm going to make a decision that with this set of circumstances, time elapsing, I will be able to make that decision. So first, I just want to call out that that's a really useful tool to help ground things that we're not able to necessarily make that decision right now. And then in terms of environmental clutter, I think one of the one of my favorite things to do in terms of cleaning out my environment is the kitchen and the spices. 
You know those spices that you get for one dish and you use it and you love it and then it goes to the back of the spice cabinet and then you find it like a year or two later and you're like, oh, that was really good. But guess what? It's already open and it's not very good anymore and you can always replace it. So I love cleaning out those kinds of clutters that I have an attachment to. I remembered that that was a really great meal that I made and we had a really fun time with it. And it's no longer in present time because it's not fresh anymore. So uh, all those exercises of cleaning out a cabinet in your kitchen or cleaning out your sock drawer. Um, how many, actually <laughs> just doing that this weekend, how many single socks do you have in your sock drawer? Because you'd think those socks might come back someday or you might want to wear unmatched socks. But you can only have so many of those. So I actually did go through and get rid of a few of the unmatched socks that were in my drawer that had come from previous incarnations of dryers that eat socks and all those places that socks tend to go. And I kind of laughed at myself around the idea that I was still holding on to those, expecting that its orphan brother or sister sock would come home at some point. I think oftentimes we're sort of waiting for those things to happen. And most of the time that's you know, just taking up a little bit of space because how nice it is when you see your sock drawer and you can see all the socks are there and it's exactly the ones that you're wearing and it's not the ones that don't have mates or don't or have a little hole in them or whatever. Those feel like the ones in present time and now you have room for some new socks and new ideas because by clearing out that physical clutter, there's room now. We've created space for something good to come in. Mm. For me, it's just I really enjoy that process and I go, wow, I get to make space and I get I, who knows what's coming next. But I, I love cleaning the closet. I actually do, you know, things will get cluttered in a drawer or a cupboard and then it'll become unusable and then I might avoid it, avoid it. But when I actually sit down and clean it all out and it's all clean and functional, I don't miss the stuff that I gave away or donated. You know, I just I don't. However, there is another piece here, which is mental clutter. And this one may not be as easy as opening our eyes and looking around the room and going, wow, that's there's a pile of stuff there and a pile of stuff there. That's clutter. Let me deal with it. But we also have that mentally. And so when we think about the minimalist movement of having very simple environments filled with very few things, but very important things to us or very useful things to us. <laughs> a little bit of chill, Clarity Cafe, Limitless Healing, you know, in a way, it's all about mental decluttering so that we can just have simple environments that are peaceful and usable to create experiences that are based in the present moment. When we are really mentally cluttered, it can impact our experience of everything happening around us, right? When we bring our past into the present and we're worried that the things in the past are going to happen again, or we're feeling like we got to protect ourselves at all angles, or, you know, we just have a lot of stresses. It really depletes our ability and kind of robs us of being able to be present with ourselves and people around us and just taking what comes in the moment and being a little more adventurous or a little bit more easy to have some giggles or easy to just, you know, especially being around kids and stuff who are super present, you know, if, 
if we're really present and mentally decluttered, we can meet them where they're at and have some really quality experiences. I mean, it goes with adults too, but it's kind of easier, more palpable with kids because they're kind of at a different vibe than adults typically are. So just understanding why do I bring this mental clutter into present time, (laughs) into my present moment? (laughs) I'm afraid this is going to happen or gosh, I'm still dragging with me the pain of that thing happening or, you know, or your future tripping, right? Like, oh, the future, I'm worried about this, the bills, the jobs, the relationship things, whatever it is. Just recognize where you're at. Look at the why. Why am I bringing that into this moment? And then bringing our attention to what's actually happening. So if you're outside and you're at a park or something, you know, what's the grass feel like? Can you take your shoes off and touch the grass or smell the flowers or look at the trees or admire the sky and really just bring your senses into the present moment is a very simple way to begin to declutter. And then Check out our other podcasts about mentally decluttering and decision-making and shooting on ourselves, all that fun stuff. You can check out a little bit of chill to get some tools and visualizations for how to kind of mentally declutter. There's a lot of work that you can do to kind of overall move the needle in that. But if you're in a moment and you're feeling like you're not able to fully connect or slightly disassociated, Use the five senses. Here we're back to the beautiful five, Barb, season five, (laughs) the five senses, right? And use those to bring yourself into the present moment. We actually have more than five senses, but we'll just, we'll leave that for another podcast. Right, Barb? 100%. (laughs) Well, and I think, you know, I love this idea of being back in your physical body and sensing, and it's one of the reasons why breath work is so important. Like, oh, sometimes if I find myself getting a little bit future oriented or a little bit past oriented in, in, I can sense that in my interaction with other people, just be like, oh, hey, you know what? Hi. Just kind of take a breath and say hello, metaphorically or in, in reality, just say hello in, to the present moment. Because that helps the other person in that conversation also get present. Because one of the things that we have to remember is if we're bringing this clutter from all of our life experiences or projecting into the future, which all of us do, it's just part of being human and being in a body, that the other person and the other people you're interacting with are also bringing that. So think of those special moments when, when you're with your bestie, when you're with your daughter, when you're with whoever you are, and you're having a moment where you're both really present. It's so special. And I think of that a little bit. I'll leave with leave you with this conversation and thought about like why we love vacations, right? Because we get away from our physical environment and our work environment and some of the pressures that we feel that pull us into the present and past. And we're on a beach somewhere where we can feel the sand and we can feel the sun and we can hear the ocean and have those moments of like, this is a special moment because every moment is special if you're in the current moment if you have that awareness of the current moment so i love that i just feel feel better taking a breath (laughs) oh man love that love that and uh you know in our next episode we're going to talk about going for what you want in life and 
Sometimes you might have people that we feel are kind of holding us back or getting a little stuck in that conversation. And so we're gonna dive in another listener request. So thank you so much for requesting the decluttering topic and can't wait to dive into the going for what you want in life and how not to allow other people's perspectives or inputs to block us from that. And thanks again for being part of the Clarity fam. And we love hearing your comments and all your likes and shares and reviews and keep them coming. DM us more ideas because this is a super juicy season uh, moving forward to be able to address these topics. So thanks, thanks, thanks. Take what works for you. Leave the rest and be well. Be well.